Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Free Pizza Podcast, and today's guest is Daniel Gray, a chef. Enjoy. Alright guys, welcome to another episode of Free Pizza Podcast. Today we have a special guest of Daniel Gray, the the cheesecake extraordinaire. I do my best. You do you do so many things. <laughs> I do <laughs> my best. Good friend from high school, and I'm so that he's here, and we've kept in touch over the years. So we won't get into this interview because he's doing a lot of things. I'm trying my best. I just I just want to work. Don't want to work like you did. Exactly. Don't don't do that. <laughs> so how are you? Everything going good? I, everything's going good, man. Family's doing good. Wife's doing good. Baby's doing good. Fresh baby. That's yes. it. It's yes. good. Congratulations on that. Thank by you the way. very. Thank you very much, man. Cool. It's a good time to be me. Of course, I guess. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so let's yeah. Let's go. Uh, talk, tell us what you're doing now, and we'll kind of go back in time and kind of see how you got here. Yeah, so right now, man, I'm just firefighting. Uh, I'm a fireman, Station 2, Greensboro. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out, Greensboro. Yeah, um, shout out to Greensboro. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm also an owner of a custom cheesecake company. Yes. Uncle Cheesecake, man. Just trying my best to make kind of crazy cheesecakes whatever you want <laughs> fruity pebbles if that's your thing yo now we can talk <laughs> fruity pebbles is fire that sounds great that's it uh, everyone's always man, that's my most popular cereal flavor right cocoa pebbles popped off a couple weeks ago what? uh cinnamon toast crunch has been in rotation for about two years now oh my god uh peanut butter and jelly yeah childhood classic. you can keep that <laughs> that sounds absolutely terrible <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> Jacob will take it <laughs> it's just been good that's Cheesecake good. World's doing good doing that's a little awesome. cooking yeah. here and there of course trying to of step course. my game up and uh, yeah let's go back to because I, I had no clue that you were even into cooking at all because we went to high school together and stuff. Yes. so tell us where that started well I've been cooking for a minute um, my mom always let me kind of cook or kind of cook with her or whatever. I was a mama's boy growing up. So of course. used to hang out with my mom in the kitchen all the time. Yeah. And I um, always liked cooking. And then I picked it up as a hobby uh, several years back and decided to make my hobby legit. Right. You know, right. So just kind of stay in the kitchen, crafting, That's making amazing. stuff. Um, That's so. good. That's awesome. So what can you, what were you making back then that really got you into like, man, this is cooking things really good. You know, what were you making? Well, uh, let's see. So I was just cooking normal stuff, you know, trying to dress up mac and cheese, trying to make Velveeta uh, the next new thing, you know what I'm saying? So uh, pimping out ramen, noom- ramen oh uh, oodles and noodles. Yes. So uh, those like legendary foods like that. Right. Uh, you know, balling on a budget, of course. Of course. I mean, ramen noodles. <laughs> That's it. So after getting decent at that, um, where I really decided that I was going, that I was going to really be like that, uh, I think it was last World Cup. Oh wow! Yes, uh, the last World Cup, not this current one, but was it? Yeah, it yeah. was last. 2014. Yeah, 2014. Yeah. Yeah. I decided that I was going to do a cooking series for the World Cup. So everybody who made it in the round of 16, all of the countries, I did a dish native to their country. What? So that's that was my like. All right, Daniel, let's step th- let's step up the game. From chivatos to bacon stuffed cheeseburgers for America to uh, some Dutch food. I can't even remember what the names of all this stuff was. But, um, yeah, I just kind of 
that's what that was my coming out part. That's amazing. So that when you you ain't no just for the World Cup, you just like okay, I can make this a career. Yes and no. Yes, it okay. was it was like it was just like okay, let's see, let's take my hobby up to the next level. So okay. I never intended to sell food. Right. It was all hobby, hobby, this, that, and the third. And mm-hmm. um, like I said, doing random stuff like going to the store, buying random ingredients of things I've never heard of mm-hmm. or never cooked. Going and just going to Harris Teeter like ah Swiss chard, what's that? <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you grab it, you're like that asparagus looks white. Why am I gonna get that? Oh screw it, let's get it. Okay. <laughs> and then okay. just getting random stuff like that, and then forcing myself to cook with it at home. That's what really got me good at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just good at cooking at it. Absolutely. Whatever. So after doing that, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars spent on. Just random stuff. White asparagus. <laughs> That's it. I remember one time I got off of work and came and I cooked this nice meal. And this is like at 9 o'clock in the morning. It's like chicken, potatoes, green beans. What? I make this masterful food. My mom, my, not my mom, excuse me, my wife. She's like, oh, man, you cook for me in the morning? I'm like, nah, it's for the dogs. And I threw it to the dogs. <laughs> and she was like, did you just really feed the dogs? A meal like that? I was like, yeah, I just needed to get reps in the kitchen. She's like, hey, chill out with the reps. <laughs> you out here cooking meals for dogs and stuff. She didn't even get to eat it. She looked at me like I was crazy, you know what I'm saying? But I was just like, whatever. Oh, my <laughs> But um, I decided to, the cheesecake thing, which a lot of people always ask me how the cheesecake thing came about. Yeah. That was more so, I found myself complaining about there not being any good cheesecakes around. Okay. Around so, tried. Yeah, around the area. Okay. So. For a guy who spent that much time in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying, for me to be complaining anything about food to me was kind of foolish because, you know what I'm saying, you hang out in the kitchen all the time. So I decided to, you know you know what I'm saying, come up with my own cheesecake recipe. Right. It took me about two years to build just the original. Um, and when I say build it, it's anything from taste to texture to how the cake is supposed to make you feel. Okay. I really took my time in building it from scratch my my way so wow that's incredible so in that process of making that recipe can you maybe tell us how that was in a little bit more detail like were you trying were you going on different recipes you saw on the internet were you looking at tv shows were you going to school for it all like well i have no culinary training professional training i ain't never spent any money on any schooling everything is self-taught right um i saw one recipe I was just like, ah, that needs that can be tweaked, this, that, and the third. But most of the cheesecake recipes run the same. Mm-hmm. I've been making cheesecakes since I was younger. But the cheesecakes that I was making when I was in high school or whatever, <laughs> everyone thought they were good. Yeah. Now they're low-key trash. Okay? <laughs> I wouldn't feed that to anybody now. Yeah. But at the time, it was just like, oh, man, it tastes like cheesecake. Let's go. Those little Keebler Oreo crust or whatever. Yes, yes. I was pipping those $1.79 crust out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes. but um, it was I, the normal New York or Philadelphia style cheesecake that everyone's talking about. I didn't like them. Well, I liked them, but my beefs with them were that they were too heavy. Okay. So you didn't, after you ate it, you felt bad. Okay. Um, they weren't, the texture of them was, it was, once again, it was too heavy, too thick. So, and then they were way over sweetened. Okay. So after I start cooking and things, I started realizing the difference between what people call strong ingredients opposed to 
what people are considered like weaker ingredients. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people don't consider salt to be too strong of an ingredient mm -hmm. or sugar to be too strong of an ingredient. To me, those are much stronger than people let out for them to be. Right. So especially with sugar, I was like, I got to bring down this sweetness. You, you lose flavor of different things when you start adding too much sugar. Right. So there's a line of tart and sweet. Okay. Wherever that line is, I'm just a tad bit over tart. I'm in the sweet realm, okay. just a tad bit of tart, so you can really taste what you're supposed to taste. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So that helps. That helps out a lot. And light, smooth, very pleasant to eat cheesecake was the goal. That's amazing. So when you finally got that taste you wanted, how 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 how'd that feel? When I got the taste, it was good because I originally got one taste for one for the original cake then I would tweak it for like a chocolate cake and I was going back and forth until I was just like man I need to make this the base batter yeah, right. and then when I finally made the final base batter I was just like oh man it's fire this is it this is the best tasted <laughs> cheesecake on the planet so I, I was about it I, I got excited because like I said it took me two years that's what I'm saying two years is a long time yeah so you could imagine over those two years I, I came up with a lot of cheesecakes that I thought were good. Right. That would sell. That I've, I've got some cheesecakes that are quote unquote good that are better than most things that I think are on the market right now. Right. But with me, I'm thinking it's not perfect. There's still something I can do with it. Right. So when I finally came up with it, what I thought was the perfect cheesecake, it was game over. I was I was in there. You were done. I was done, and it was crazy because I wasn't trying to sell it. Right. All of this was strictly for me personally. So this is, you had no intentions of opening up any shop or anything like that this no. was just for you this was this was just for me and uh, for me and my friends I guess who anyone who wanted to eat cheesecake because I can't eat a whole cheesecake exactly that'd be nuts but yeah. um, it wasn't to sell I wasn't thinking I need to get this cheesecake made so I can sell it it never was like that wow it just happened to it came to be when everybody who would come to my house because they were like yo what, what, what kind of cheesecake you got man you got some cheesecake so <laughs> <laughs> People started eating and noting that it, they were like, "Man, this stuff is bomb." I was like, "Man, chill out, it's straight." They're like, "Nah, bro, this 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 is it. This the bee's knees." They're like, and my close friends came. They was just like, "Yo, like two months ago, we was eating store bought cheesecake and it was Gucci." It was like, "Now we can't even eat it no more." Right? Don't taste it. It was like this stuff is trash. So we we literally stopped and everyone's like, "Well, we'll go." To, they started going to Cheesecake Factory. They're like, "Yo, we even tried Cheesecake Factory." He was like, all of that's butt. <laughs> like, we don't eat none of that stuff no more, Dan. They're like, yo, you got to keep. I was like, officially now, when we want cheesecake, we pulling up to your crib. Yes. Like, so, you yes. know what I'm saying? You got to, you got to, you got to do something. So then I was just like, all right, whatever. And I'm just handing cheesecakes out to friends. Then friends start calling their friends like, yo, I got this engagement party. And it was crazy because I remember it from, shout out to my boy Alonzo. Uh, shout out to my boy Kyrie. Okay. My boy Kyrie told me he actually does some photography on the side too. But mm -hmm. um, he was just like, yo, my boy Alonzo's getting engaged. He wants a cake, bro. You're the only person that we're coming to. They want a Snicker Twix or something. I don't remember. Oh, hell Oreo yes. Twix, something like that. It was fire. Yes. He was like, go in the lab and start working on it. I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm going and by I used to, Twix used to be my favorite candy bar. I'm a big fan of Snickers. So I'm next thing you know, I'm in the lab cooking up a cheesecake for them. And then it comes out and I make it and I take it to his house. 
Mind you, I've never met Alonzo at this time. Oh, this, you haven't met him at all? I didn't even know him. I was there with my boy Kyrie. Yeah. So I was. I get all dressed up, and we're, I'm going to this dude's engagement party. I've never seen him a day in my life. I only know two people there, my homeboy Kyrie and his girl. Yeah. So I'm going over there, and, and I don't tell nobody I'm the cheesecake dude. I'm just like, yo, I'm Kyrie's friend. Yeah, And right. so I bring the cheesecake. You watch. And, and, and then watch. Then yes. everybody start cutting the cheesecake, and everybody like, who made this cheesecake? <laughs> Where this from? And I'm still trying to stay low-key, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> who made this cheesecake? Because I'm trying to make sure everybody tastes it so I can see the, what everybody's saying. Because up until that time, only friends had had the cheesecakes. So my friends are telling me the cheesecake's fire. In my head, I'm thinking, yo, they still trying to come to the crib, so they ain't going to talk junk about me because they still trying to come to the crib and eat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mind you, I'm still doing all this cooking at this time. Right. So I feel I felt like maybe they're not telling me the truth. Then when I have a whole bunch of people, the whole cake got gone. Disappeared like five, ten minutes. This is a ten-pound cheesecake. I done sat on the table. Ten pounds? Yes. And in ten minutes, the whole thing is gone. They're like, man, I need to give me some more of that cheesecake. So all the other sweets that was there, they were still there. Okay, the cheese. Yeah. Oh, whoa. And so the cheesecake. So I was just like, oh, okay, so we in there. So I know it's, so that's when I know you it's knew. for real. Yes. And then all of a sudden the friend, the calls from friends to friends keep coming. And I'm sitting down and I'm thinking like, yo, maybe I should sell these. Because uh, I, I sold Alonzo his first cake at, I don't know how much I charged him for. Probably not as much you charged. Yeah, yeah. Now. So I, yeah. just something, because I'm thinking, uh, He's choosing me. I'm excited to even have my cheesecake somewhere. Yeah. Um, but then it went all. So I think, Lonzo, you might be the first paid cheesecake ever, by the way, bro. So Yo, shout, shout out to Lonzo. <laughs> shout out to Lonzo Campbell. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yo, you the homie. That's amazing. That's awesome. And I'm glad you did it the way you did it because the, the power of word of mouth is incredible. Yes. And yes. I tell you, that's some of the best marketing you can have is word of mouth. It is the, to me. It is the best. Yes. I have not paid a single dollar for any paid advertisement <laughs> at all. Right. All of it has been yo. This dude Daniel, <laughs> homie makes these bomb cheesecakes, and That's then it, it goes. Oh, he needs to do this. Oh, the next thing you know, the owner of LeBlanc's is coming over trying some cheesecake, and he's like, "Yo, this is the best cheesecake I've ever had. Wow. I need you to develop me a, a dulce de leche cheesecake." And then he tastes the dust of leche. He's like, yo, that's fire. Develop me a mango. Oh, so my goodness. These owners of different companies are coming in and they're trying cakes. And the first thing they're like, yo, we got to have that. So it's like the way I got hooked up with Baby Cakes. Shout out to Baby Cakes. Yo, hell the yeah. bakery, they do my wedding cake. Okay. My wife pulls up. We're doing a tasting for my wedding cake. My wife pulls up in one of our company shirts. I'm still pimping cheesecakes out of the house at this point. It's like, <laughs> it's like 60 cakes a month coming out the house. My wife's cussing me out because I'm dirt. She would clean up the kitchen and I would demolish it. Like, <laughs> she would clean. She'd be like, try to keep it clean. I'm like, girl, I got 15 cakes on order. It's not going to be clean. <laughs> I'm about to smash this kitchen right now. So shout out to my wife, uh, Catherine. Yo, shout out to Catherine. Yeah, for uh, putting up with me dirtying up your kitchen for like two years. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? I needed you to clean it up. You did it. You a keeper. So I put a ring on it. But anyways. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so um, it's like she wears the shirt. The lady goes, who's Uncle Cheesecake? She's like, oh, me and my uh, husband own a, a cheesecake company. By that time, I only, only thing I'd have done is pay $32 to get my DBA. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, crap. That's crazy. So, you know, um, then they're like, well, let me try some cakes. I bring her a sample box in. First thing she goes is, how do I get this in my stores? Wow. Um, I'm like, um, 
you want the truth or a lie? <laughs> she was just, I was, because I was like, um, legally, you know what I'm saying? You're not supposed to sell these because I'm baking them out of my house. Um, so if you really want them that bad, I need a place to bake these at to be able to sell commercially. She's like, they're so good, you come in here. You oh come and start my baking. Gosh. So I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, is this lady for real? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, is it like wow. that? She's just like, yes. She tells me to pay her a little bit of rent to use her kitchen. It's pennies compared to... To it's having her own shop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's greatest deal on the planet. Uh, it was it was so good of a deal. I'm thinking, I probably shouldn't try to argue anything. Ain't no bartering going on. I'm just right with this. Told your price was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I said, I'm thinking God's putting this blessing in front of me. Don't be foolish. Yes. So the next thing you know, now I'm in her kitchen. And now, I'm, now I get to see how commercial industries run or commercial businesses run. It's 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 helping me tip off, learn things in my head because I'm super vigilant, dude. You know what I'm saying? So I'm watching and trying to learn or everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so next thing you know, I'm in I'm in baby cakes, baking cheesecakes, and they're getting sold, and I'm seeing people eat them, and people are saying, "Oh my gosh, these are amazing cakes." Mind you, the first run went terrible. Yeah, yeah. cheesecakes weren't set; things were falling apart. Oh, wow. but the flavor was always there, so yeah. there was no problem, and it wasn't like they were completely bad it was just me not working with that much of these ingredients at that quantity or whatever mm-hmm. uh, but they were still still doing really good cakes were still selling like crazy so I'm just like alright bet I'm in so that's that gonna, is amazing and at that point in time so where did Uncle the name Uncle Cheesecake come from so the craziest thing shout out Kyrie again um, okay. <laughs> Kyrie's a big part in, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. in Kyrie, this story yes Kyrie uh, he was a guy I served with in the Marine Corps Kyrie you know what I'm saying Got much love for the dude. He he was he was helping push cakes. He had me pimping cheesecakes in the United Healthcare building. So again, Kyrie, that's what I'm saying. He definitely gets a, a crazy nine. But at the time, me thinking of the name of the company, I was trying to figure out what to name my company. So I'm Liberian, so I'm African. My middle name's Monk and Jay. Okay. It means because of you. So I'm thinking like, yo, can I make it Monk and Jay cakes? I'm like, ah, that's kind of too long. Sounds kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking because of you cheesecakes. I'm like kind of works but not really so I'm going over names going over names me and my wife talking about different things I tried to throw maybe knots to the Marine Corps and all this other stuff because at that time I was still in the Marine Corps um, he has a daughter his daughter's name is Brooklyn Okay. so she would always come over and hang out at the house and he would always tell her to go to Uncle Cheesecake so I remember one time we just oh, we started cooking yes. I think we might have been grilling out of course I'm always around a grill somewhere exactly um and she, he was telling her to come to me for something. So we over here pondering in the kitchen, like, what are we going to name this company? We got to do something with it. And he like, Brooklyn, go over there to Uncle Cheesecake. And then we all stopped, like, yo, that's it. It's Uncle Cheesecake. <laughs> and it's like an epiphany. So we all sitting in there like, yo, Uncle Cheesecake, that's the name of the company. And every, yes. everyone's like, Uncle Cheesecake, Uncle Cheesecake. And it worked. So then after that, it was like, boom. Name settled right there in the kitchen, Uncle Cheesecake. That's it. So that's amazing. And it got dead, and it was it was super dope. Yeah, super dope, just it's, like that. It's perfect because when I heard it, I forgot where I was. I might have saw it on Facebook or something. I was just like, that fits him perfectly. Yeah. For some reason, I can see you. I can see your face. This and that's oh my gosh, that's what everybody says. I'm, exactly. And I'm like, I about named it some crazy stuff. I was just throwing around names, and and then everyone's like, yo. With the bald head, you look like Uncle Cheesecake. They're like, they're like, 
Yo, with the bald head. Yo, you Uncle Cheesecake. You somebody uncle somewhere. Exactly. I don't even care. You somebody uncle. Yeah. And you out here pimping out these cheesecakes. It makes sense. So that is perfect. I hear that all the. All, I love that. That that was just God working that right there. That was just I don't know. Yes. Awesome. So I'm interested in hearing how. Cause you're, I was, where was I? I was, my, I was with my parents at Spiro's. Yeah. Yes, yes. And you have a you know, at the table. There's like a thing with you know. And I was like, mom, like that's my homeboy, whatever. And I was like, I'm thinking about how did he get, how does distribution work with different, I guess restaurants? How does that work? So everybody is on their own program. Right. Um, everyone's got something, a little thing set up differently, or how much they want me to put in there. Some people like Spiro's, they give me create like creative control. With whatever I can, I can bring them anything I want. They gonna push it out nice. like it's like it's whatever. Um, so you think it's like the restaurant? Whenever you let me do whatever I want to do, because coming up in this, with it being a custom and custom industry or me customizing all the cakes, some people tell me what they want, yeah. so I just give them what they want. And in my head, I'm I can always think like, hey, it would be dope if I did this. But you told me you wanted this, so I'm gonna give you what you want. Okay. All the people who allow me creative freedom, they get the best of everything. Exactly. Like I had my boy Forrest Johnson. Shout out to Forrest Freezes. Um, he was just, he would come out to my he would always give me my cakes. He's like, hey, I want these things. Whatever you do is what you do. Wow. So everybody would see um, Forrest's cakes and they're like, yo, how'd you get that? Like, that's super dope. Who did that for you? I was like, that's my boy. And so then they would try to order something. That's like, yo, this didn't look like, this This ain't like Forrest. Right. I was like, because Forrest told me to do whatever I wanted to do. Right. He told me he just wanted something with brownies. And the rest was up to me. Wow. So he gets brownie batter cheesecake. And you wonder, how he get brownie batter? I just got regular brownies. I was so, like, because he told me to do whatever I wanted to do. You wanted a specific way. Yeah. That's what so you got. You got what you wanted. Right. He just said and he would always be like creative whatever or he'd be like I just want something with caramel and or pecans whatever I don't care so I come up with some pop 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 and his cake looks different and it's always better than everybody else and it's always bigger than everybody else's right. and you're just like why I was like first off he just told me to do whatever I want then you get a working relationship with a dude like that he tips really well my cakes at the time I was which I still tell, sell personals for eight bucks but be eight buck cake or seven dollar cake. I remember it was seven bucks at yeah. that time. He gave me ten dollars off rip. Never questioned anything. Always tip well. So I was, so when you coming up and stuff like that, you're like, people ask me why his cake look different. Well, because what he pay is different, and what he tell me to do is different. He's right. a whole nother breed. He gets it because he's also a recording artist. He's a rapper, so he understands creative freedom. Yeah. Period. So. You don't understand that because you just work Walmart and you go collect carts every day. Right. And that's, you only do what, and that's not a knock on anyone who's doing that. Right. But the way his mind is set up is completely different. Right. He understands that I'm the artist behind the cake. So do what you want because I know you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna hook me up better so than doing what if I tell you what to do. So you got people, whenever someone allows you to be creative, it works. Spiro's. Back to Spiros because I digress. We no, you're good. good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> so Spiros, he had some cake. My wife uh, worked at Wesleyan uh, Childcare, and people would always come. People, different parents would know what I did, so they would keep trying cakes. Then we had this one family that owned a restaurant, so they just tried a cake. 
Hey, we'll try. I don't even remember the first cake they tried. We want this. They taste it. They're like, oh my gosh, that's good. So they get something else. They're like, that's great. So this guy's owned a restaurant. Spiro's restaurant been popping since like 90 a something. Long time. Back, yeah. So when I was a kid, I used to eat there. So place was probably around before I was le- living. Shout out the <laughs> 90s babies. Uh, so, <laughs> so, um, so he's just like, whatever. Then he ended up coming up to me like, yo, we're opening a restaurant. We got to have your cakes. He's like, I haven't seen our cake, all the cakes consistently good mm-hmm. like your cake is, which in this industry, you'll find out. And when I say this industry, I'm talking about cakes. You'll find that a lot of companies do three or four cakes really, really well. And then they will be trash or super basic on a whole bunch of other cakes. So when someone says you consistently put out, he's like, yo, there's 20 flavors that all of them are top notch. There's no, there's no, there's no flavors that are like, okay and the other flavors that are great everything is super good which shout out to everyone who believes that about me i also that's a great thing yeah and i also work to make cakes better i revamped chocolate chip cookie dough about three months ago scrapped the whole recipe started from the basics because i thought it was basic people tell me it was dope i thought it was okay right now people try this new one they're like yo this is it yes i'm like all right bad all right bet i got it so now this is it but spiros is kind of just like bring me what you think will sell and give me and just give me something else. So at first I started with last year's top seller caramel pecan pie, yes, which was made that flavor in general just came up out of nowhere. It was a part of my fall line. Um, oh wow, okay. So I did a fall line about two years back, and I wasn't happy with some of the cakes. I found myself putting out cakes just to say I had cakes. Oh yeah, kind of like a yeah. All right, man. I want holder. yeah, I want frappe or something. So I. <laughs> I threw out or spice frappuccino some trash okay it's, it's only had two orders in its whole lifetime right I could probably do it better now but I'm not even worried about it then I had some other stuff that I had and I was just like I was like it wasn't good and when I say when I say trash people told me it was good right but to me it's not the top notch so I'm just like it's basic I'm out of here yeah and it was a forced issue because I really like Biscoff cookies and I wanted to make something with Biscoff so I was forcing Biscoff into a cake okay when it was never meant to be in a cheesecake but I say it absolutely not <laughs> so people say what's one of the sad what's one of the things that you just can't I can't put biscoff in a cheesecake and I come to terms with that <laughs> and I'm straight with it I, it's just not meant for a cheesecake a fire cookie you just it's forced in a cheesecake right uh, so after I scrapped a few of the cakes the line, I still push the line out. You'll still see all the cakes there. I won't tell you which, there's a few of them that, if you look at it, that went crazy. Pumpkin went fire. Mm, that pumpkin came, cheesecake, okay. Yeah, then blueberry cobbler went off the, oh off my the, goodness. that one just jumped off the meat rack. Right. Um, I thought pumpkin would be the, the number one from the line. It ended up being blueberry cobbler. Oh my uh, goodness. So that one flamed off. And then I was just like, man, I need some more, ca- I need another cake. I don't eat pecan pie whatsoever. I don't even like pecan pie. Okay. And I was just like, man, how can I make a pecan pie cheesecake? <laughs> and I'm over here thinking like, I don't even like the stuff. So what I like to do when I go make a recipe is go make whatever I'm making. So I go make a pecan pie. Okay. And then go find out how to make said pecan pie better. Okay. So then once I make the pecan pie good, now it's good enough to be introduced in the cheesecake. So anytime you hear me with any type of pie or some type of other cheesecake, I don't tell anybody and I don't sell them, but my key lime, key lime pie cheesecake is the best selling cheesecake on the planet right now. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I could probably make a mean key lime pie, but I just don't. Okay. Okay. So trying to stick to the cheesecake 
if the world knew how much I could cook or what I could cook, people would be asking me for all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I kind of stick to what I know and make the pecan pie. Then I go make the pecan pie cheesecake, which if you ever go back on the line, you'll notice that it ran by itself. So you have this whole line. Wow. You have sweet potato pie, you have pumpkin, you have blueberry, you got spice latte, and then all of a sudden, a couple days later, you have caramel pecan pie that ran by itself. The reason why it ran by itself, it was just like, I need something else. I don't feel like that wasn't good enough. That's like a C. Right. I need something. I need to be better. Okay. Come out with caramel pecan pie. When I made caramel pecan pie, I was like, yo, <laughs> this is so good. It's one of those flavors that surprised me. Because like I said, I don't eat pecan pie. Right. And then I made caramel pecan pie. I was like, yo, this is flames. I was like, right. this is super good. I don't even like this stuff. But I love it. I love it here. And right from there, went to the top selling cheesecake. Off rip. It immediately jumped. Soared through Pass the roof. Key lime. It passed Pass everything. Well, that key lime just got hot this year, right? But it jumped over because before then Oreo was the number one seller of cheesecake. Of course, of course. So it just jumped the line of everything, and I'm like, "Yo, this junk won't stop." And it was accounting for maybe 40, 40 plus percent of sales, mind you. I've done over my website says seventy cheesecakes. I've probably done over a hundred, well over a hundred. Oh my so goodness! So it just jumps everything. And I'm just like, oh, well, I guess being in the South, that kind of stuff works. Yeah. And that's the one that, that's the cheesecake. Everyone wants, when I, when I go to a taste and I bring caramel pecan pie, chances are caramel, they want to hold. They whole, want that one. They want a caramel pecan pie. Right. So it's almost like it's so good, it overshadows a lot of cakes. But when you, that's just a, a testament to being dedicated to straight greatness or product. Because people, I mean, people like the other cheesecakes. Like when I say my cheesecake was trash, it was good on what people consider good eye because what exactly. people what people consider good cheesecake I'm throwing that away I'm like that's trash I'm not eating that <laughs> that's trash but, but it's just it took me two years to build one cheesecake exactly. Mind you. exactly so when you take that much time to just build one just one just one cheesecake and I don't rush out any of my other flavors if you see a flavor come out that's because it went through a testing process yes. of multiple people, not just myself. Right. I don't just, I won't say, oh, I'm just gonna put this out, put this out just to have it out. I'll tell you, there's there's a chicken hump one right now waiting for a Hennessy cheesecake. Oh She's my. currently waiting for a Hennessy cheesecake. Oh she my. ain't got it. She's contacted me, I'm like, it's not ready yet. It's not ready you yet. Cause wait. I, yeah, you gotta wait you gotta for wait. it. It's patience. That's it, cause when, you, when it drops, you know it's fire. Exactly. And that's, and that's how people, and it's good cause people are starting to, they're like, yo, if Daniel said, wait on it, just wait on it. Don't rush it. Yes. Because you want he gonna give you some, he gonna give you something that's mediocre, and you're gonna like, ah, I waited all this time. But if you wait, you know what I'm saying? Then you know your cheesecake gonna be fired. Exactly. Uh, and it's, I'm, I'm starting to get clientele that are, that are willing to wait for that creative, genius portion of it to not, because I can, I can, I can cook down some Hennessy. Throw a little bit of sugar in there, put a couple of spices in it, and, and get and serve it to you, and right. you're like, oh, it's straight. It, but, <laughs> and that's and that's all. That's it'll, true. I like that. That's true. And that's Very all true. it'll be. It'll be straight. Yeah. If you want something that you're like, yo, I this, want this. This is fire all the time. Wait six months for it. Right. It sounds nuts. You thinking why? Why do I gotta wait six months for a piece of cake? Right. And then you have it. Then you're like, okay, I'm gonna have this cake every week. <laughs> this is fire. Crazy. And so you get stuff, and you, and I get stuff like that, and I have people that I know who show up every Saturday and Sunday for cheesecakes. And I know what they're going to get. 
Every and the time. thing, and they're gonna get this one thing, and then they're gonna try something new. I got a homie, I, homies at the at the farmers market. I just met them at the farmers market. Mm-hmm. He comes and every time he comes, he's with somebody new. He's like, you gotta try this. He's like, it's so good. And then they have it. They're like, yo, this stuff is ridiculous. He's like, I know. And he walk off. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> See, that's it. I'm so, telling you, that's crazy. So you're at the French, or the French, you're at the French market. Uh, a far, farmer's, farmers market. market. Farmers what am I market. talking about? <laughs> the farmer's market. Jacob, yeah. edit that out for me. Don't make me sound stupid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so you're at the farmer's market. Yes. And so I was wondering if you, because that's smart to go to the farmer's market. I mean, everyone yes. in the world goes there on Saturday mornings. Yes. So how has your growth there been? So the growth at the farmer's market was ridiculous. Okay. I, that was another one of my, so I've slow. I've slowly been building this company. Right. I've been Uncle Cheesecake for the last five years. Right. So, a lot of people are like, man, it's like you blew up overnight. It's like, yeah, you don't know how many people are working <laughs> in the industry for 10 years to be an overnight success. Yes. <laughs> so, Thank you. Was, yes. So, no one's, no one came here on Tuesday and was just like, oh, man, this dude is flames. I guess mm. I've been working in the background for five years. Yes. And that's not including to create the process of the cheesecake. Right. So I've been Uncle Cheesecake for like at least seven years of just working at it, working at it, working at it, to all of a sudden y'all see me, oh, Daniel on chop. Daniel's doing this. Where did, how Daniel get in LeBlanc's, how Daniel? It's all, Daniel's been grinding silently. And grinding. I, and I haven't been talking about it on Facebook. I don't right. I don't let you know every victory on Facebook. You, you shouldn't. Yes, it, you sh- it, it'll, sh- it'll show up to you when the next thing you're like, oh, Daniel on TV? The it's city's like, throwing him a whole party. I didn't know that. That's it. And it's just like, yeah, it was never meant for you to know until it came up. Exactly. I didn't I did I I could have stunned it on you a long time ago, but I never that's not that's not who I am. I love that. I do my little humble thing, and then when you see me, I'm like, yeah, man, I just been working. That's all I'm saying. I'm just working. I'm not even there yet. You know what I'm saying? That's amazing. Um, but I don't even know what question we're at now. I'm all uh, over the yo, it was fine. It was about the farmers market, but uh But yeah, good. so but um yeah, so when I finally decided to go there, people have been telling... There's a few places that people have been telling me to go to. Mm-hmm. There's a few restaurants that people have been telling me to go to. I've got restaurants waiting for tastings right now. But I'm, you know, I'm just working on some things. Yeah. I, I'm in development for different kind of cakes for firing sticks. I'm coming to you. You about to have Uncle Cheesecake here in a little bit. That's the... Don't Bro, tell the world here. Awesome. But firing sticks is going to be on the thing. Right. I haven't... They already said they wanted to taste it. I got a mint berry sake cheesecake that's gonna that I'm gonna build for them. Ooh. So stuff like that. When you, I want to build something for your company, yeah, I'm not just gonna give you to the, you. That's and it for you. No one else in the world has it. That's you only you only getting dos leche at Leblanc's, and maybe if I decided to, every now and then I might carry one of the special cakes for another company, but I'm the only one. No one else gets it. You know, when I you want that. something crazy, you call me up. I had someone call me up. They want a chocolate chipotle cheesecake. So it can get as crazy as you want, but things like that are specific. So, right. but uh, people have been telling me to go to the farmer's market. Go to the farmer's market. You need to you need to sell this stuff commercially. You need to, because right now, a lot of third-party people sell my cheesecake. Okay. So right. it's not just, not just me, which is cool. You know what I'm saying? I give you the cheesecake. You sell it. You make your money. I make my money. Everything's good. But people like they need to get the cheesecake direct from you so they can try a lot of your flavors, and I was just BSing on it for a while. Right. And then I finally was just like, um, I'm a, I was like, I'm gonna do it. I was like, cool. I'm gonna put the money down. Uh, didn't I had to figure out how I was gonna fund it. Now I'm a, I'm a futuristic. I, I plan out everything. 
Marine Corps doesn't allow me. The Marine in me doesn't allow me just to go and to do some stupid stuff. Okay. Yeah. So when I had to do the farmer's market, I planned that out a year or so ahead. Oh, wow. For a whole year, I ate bologna sandwiches. It's crazy. <laughs> the first thing the, the first <laughs> thing I do, because I love food and I love cooking. Right. So I had to, this is still at a time where I'm developing my cooking skills. Chilean sea bass, $26 a pound. I'm over here buying Chilean sea bass to make over a mango salsa just to learn. So wow. I make one of my wife's favorite dishes, lobster bisque or seafood bisque. Okay. $40 soup. I'm not balling to be making $40 soup <laughs> every Tuesday. You feel me? Yeah. So, and mind you, it's soup. <laughs> That's all it is. It's soup <laughs> with some crazy seafood in it. Oh, my so God. So I'm thinking to fix this, I need to go, I need to go to a lean diet and just be lean. And when I say lean, I don't mean like healthy lean. Right. I mean, I'm cutting out all the extra stuff. Oh my God. So I just start saving hella money. Yeah. So I go from saving maybe like a thousand dollars a year to selling to saving like seven thousand dollars in a year. That's awesome. Um, which still trying to pay my bills and stuff like that. I, when I'm telling you, I go to the grocery store. I get a loaf of bread. I get some bologna. I get the store brand cheese, and I'm pimping that out for a week. So seventy nine cents for a loaf of bread. A dollar for the bologna and a dollar fifty for the cheese. Yeah. That's the whole week of meals. And I'm grinding, I'm putting money back, I'm putting money back, I'm trying to put money back, I'm trying to put money back. Just because I know in a year or so, I gotta drop like 10 bands to go to the farmer's market to start up and get all the equipment. Wow. So I gotta eat like this for this time frame yes. or I'm never gonna make it to where I wanna be. Exactly. So a lot of people fail because they're not willing to give up everything. Yes. You have to be Thank willing you. to give up everything to get everything. Thank you. Yes. So yes. no more Wendy's. All right. No more Baconators. I love Baconators. <laughs> I'm done with them. Okay. I love McChickens and McDoubles. Mm -hmm. Those are gone. Yeah. I got bologna and I got, and I got cheese. Store-bought cheese. It's store-bought cheese. I, when I'm feeling saucy, I hook it up with some mustard and call it a day. Okay. <laughs> Uh, then I was eating was and I was eating a little bit more than I had ramen noodles. Yeah. Shout out to my grandma. Yes. Uh, she's back in Liberia right now. Noodle. She. I called them noodle legs. Got. Okay. This is this is this is how you grow. How you feel me? I pack a ramen. Okay. Two boiled eggs. Smash the boiled eggs up in the noodles. I still eat it. I call it my struggle meals. <laughs> Helps me to remember to where I came from. Okay. I'm and those were the two main course things I was eating. Bologna, noodle eggs. Every now and then, I get me a few chicken breasts mm -hmm. and get me some. And e like I said, every now and then, and then get me some store green beans. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? That's only one meal, and that's costing me four dollars. And in my head, I'm thinking that's too much for food, bro. You just spend a four dollar meal. You can't do that. Yeah. You, you got you got money. You got to go make some money. Yeah. Or save up some money. So that. you do that. You drop the money. Then you start buying equipment here and there. One year, I'm at a $5,000 loss. I got to build the company. I make the money back. But people looking at me like, yo, you did 60 cakes. And, you know, my wife is getting excited. She sees, she, I remember one time she was doing the books because I was doing all the books at first. And one time she's like, let me see how much money you make. She looked at the books and she saw that we made $800 in a month. So she's just like, oh my gosh, we doing good. Dan, you don't get it. That's almost a thousand. We about to boost our household income. And I'm thinking, 
I guess you didn't notice the mixer, the cake boxes, <laughs> yes. all, all those, all that material and stuff. Yes. And you, you didn't notice that the light bill didn't jacked up a little bit. <laughs> so you, yes, you didn't, you didn't notice that with on paper, eight hundred dollars looked good, but didn't you realize all the materials and all that stuff? So she, she didn't catch that part. She posted in a Facebook post. We made enough to pay our rent this month, and God's blessing us. And I'm thinking, yeah, God's blessing us. But we didn't really make no money. <laughs> it looked good. Yes. And made a good Facebook post. Yes. <laughs> Got some likes on there. <laughs> That's it. Some comments. But it really wasn't nothing. We kept the lights on. <laughs> That's what, that we did. We survived to the next month. Yeah. We can actually continuously do this and not lose all of the money. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you got stuff like that where you just keep grinding. And people don't, like you like I was saying, I'm doing this for years on end. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pimping people like, oh, you do sixty cheesecakes in a day. I'm like, no, nah, that was a month. I, I look, man, my first month. As a matter of fact, I did thirty two cheesecakes. Wow. I was just like, I, I didn't make no money. <laughs> so for the first year, I was telling people, I'm paying you to eat my cheesecake yes, at this you're point. Losing money. <laughs> That's it. I was like, I'm not. I'm not profiting all this. Yes. You are literally, I'm literally paying you 100% for you to eat this product and for you to hopefully tell me it's good, for me to hope you tell your friends so I can pay your friends to eat my cheesecake. Yes. So eventually, boom, I finally make all my money back. I'm like, all right, bet, that's good. Cool. Time to go back in debt. Yes. <laughs> it's, yep. it's a vicious cycle, a cycle of going back in debt and making your money back, but that's how you grind it because my credit score was decent. I could have went and tried to get some crazy loan mm -hmm. to get all this money to go start up a cheesecake, but then I don't own my company. Exactly. Whoever, whoever's the lien holder on that Bank loan. Bank owns your company. <laughs> that's Absolutely. It. It, it, it's not Uncle Cheesecake. It's Bank of America Cheesecake. <laughs> okay. You're an employee. <laughs> you know, that, that's it. So I never wanted to do that. And of course, I, got, I jumped myself in some debt, got myself in different credit cards, but I've always financially and knowing what's going on in the country as a whole mm -hmm. and look at what's going on in industries it's like just because i'm a cheesecake maker doesn't mean i don't care about what's going on with the rest of the country's economy exactly the milk went bad cream cheese skyrocketed three times wow i have to figure out what's going on in the the milk market what's mm -hmm. going on with the cows in america oh the chickens are going crazy we got we got some kind of crazy chicken disease going on yeah now i gotta figure out what a, and something like that happened again the last year stuff. oh yeah eggs went crazy cheesecakes my cheesecake sales i was just i just lost money for a full three weeks oh my because gosh. it's like where can i get the eggs i don't trust these eggs because mind you at this time you get sick off my cheesecake mm -hmm. you come and yep. sue daniel Daniel's out for whatever the judge feels like I owe you. Yeah. So I, mm. I, I'm over here thinking, if you get sick off this cheesecake, I hope you went to a restaurant so you can blame it on Longhorn, <laughs> or, or, or you can blame it on them and not me. So <laughs> it's stuff like that when you realize when people say I'm gonna go do this, I'm gonna go do this, and it's like I talk to them I'm like you don't really get it. Yep. You're not really understanding the work. It's not as easy as me going in a kitchen and baking some cakes. Yes. I need to know what that what the, the what the agriculture in the country's doing. Right. I gotta know how we live in out there on you know what I'm saying on in the middle in the Midwest. Yeah. I need to figure out what's Nabisco doing. Why is Nabisco in their companies not working? Keebler, what y'all got going on? 
is your company up or is your company down? Oh wow. Are my cookies going up? Is my milk going up? Are all my are all my different things? There was a shortage. Most of the vanilla comes from South America. Mm-hmm. South America vanilla went crazy. Okay. Went nuts. I was getting, I think I was getting um, sixteen ounces of vanilla for six seventy two or six thousand some change. Mm-hmm. Right now vanilla is fifteen dollars and sixty two cents for sixteen ounces. Oh my! That's God. for the store bought stuff. And I was getting six dollars, sixteen ounces vanilla of the McCormick. That was the top brand McCormick. Yeah. McCormick right now is twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Sixteen ounces. For sixteen ounces. Oh my God. So, you got to go to that level of understanding why things are happening. I know. I'm thinking, oh man. Next thing you know, I'm looking up online. Why is my vanilla so expensive? <laughs> the FBI look at my Google list. They're like, what's wrong with this? Dude? <laughs> this dude is everywhere. Okay. Oh my it's, God. It's uh, this. There's a South American Argentine shortage on vanilla. So now, literally overnight, vanilla triples in price. Wow. People still asking for these cheap. <laughs> you still got orders to make. That's it. Oh, um, man. I went to the beach one time. Okay. Um, and when I left, cream cheese prices were one thing. I come back, they literally doubled on me. I got to go up in price. I'm thinking, gosh. And, that, and I still don't even make the money back that I doubled up on. Exactly. It's just, I got to do it because I can let this, I can let the world industry break me or I can keep moving forward. Right. I Google what's going on, figure out why things are happening. Oh, the milk, da 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 It's the same thing. And the thing about it, it's the same thing that happens with all the other industries. If you guys remember, five or six years, the McDouble used to come with two slices of cheese. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. It used to come with two slices of cheese. Yeah. Milk and the cows went crazy. Your McDouble only has one slice of cheese in the middle now. That's that's how crazy. That's wild. That's what happened in the with the cows and the milk. So everything that was milk related jacked up. So when you I have to plan for that. Other people just say whatever. And you think a lot of people say just pass the cost along to your to your customers. Uh, it's not that easy. It's not that easy at all. If your cake was $7 on Wednesday, and then all of a sudden it's $9 $7. on Friday. Yep. What's going on? You're trying to rip us off. <laughs> we don't want your cheesecake. We'll go back to the stuff we were eating before you ever existed. They're frozen. <laughs> that, that, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So when you look at stuff like that, man, it's like um, they always say food, the food industry is the hardest industry to open up a business in. Because how old are you, Daniel? 27. You've been eating for 27 years. Okay. Yep. <laughs> why did all of a sudden you got to change to eat my cheesecake? You've been eating cheesecake for 27 years. Yeah. You are a young man. You know what food tastes good because mm-hmm. you've been eating it your whole life. Yeah. Why should you ever come to my food? That's true. I, I don't know. That's very true. Because my food, because I have to make my food that much better than the thing you've been eating for 27 years. Yes. Yes. Every time I come and put a cheesecake in front of you. I'm saying my cheesecake has been better than every cheesecake you've ever had for your whole life. Mind you, I'm doing that to 60-year-old ladies. I'm saying the cheesecake that you've made for your family your whole life and the stuff that you've been buying is garbage. <laughs> Eat my stuff. <laughs> and they're and they're liking it. So it's it's crazy. That. That's, that's the level if you really want to be successful and mm-hmm. whatever your business is, you got to be willing to grind 
My wife sees me wake up till three o'clock in the morning. She used to hate it. She goes, "All right, baby, I love you. Just go on and do, do what you got to do," because she understands that's my future. Yeah. Before it was just pimping cheesecakes out of the house. Now, to what's this? Sunday night. I was at. I didn't leave the bakery till three forty-two a.m. a.m. in the morning. She said, how was it? She had come home. She said, how was it, baby? Was it good? All right. We going to make some money this week? Yeah. Last week was rough. She was like, I know, but we good this week. Boom. It's over. Woman that. support me, which shout out to my wife again. Uh, not, only, not only cleaning my kitchen, but how sketch is it? Friday night, what you doing? Ah, uh, sweetie, I'm going to go be making cheesecakes till uh, 3.30. <laughs> nah. I ain't going out. Nah. I'm going to be in the bakery. Yeah. That kind of trust. I mean, yes. if, if your lady's out here questioning you when you're trying to grind, ah, she might not be the one. Or maybe you did some stupid stuff that you need to be account held accountable for. Right. So, obviously, everything in your life, things progress. You got to make right. sure you make the right decisions the most that you can. But it's stuff like that where those are the grinds that no one ever told you. Exactly. Uh, I, I don't want to be rich. I'm not trying to be rich. I'm just trying to have the best cheesecake in the world. Right. Now, if that makes me rich, then so be, be it. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Free Pizza Podcast is sponsored by Zipster. If you need a website or online store to sell your cool products, go to Zipster. They make it fun and easy. Go to zipster.com slash free pizza to get yours now. All you boy, all you people just worried about getting money, getting money. I'm mm-hmm. just going to make a whole bunch of money. Ah, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, they signed, and Warren Buffett, they signed a thing that said they're going to donate like 90% of their wealth for the rest of their lives. If someone's willing to accumulate that much money and then just give it all away, ah, the money's probably not that cool anyway. Right. So you gotta you gotta get that in your head mm-hmm. that if you're doing it for money, you're gonna make a whole bunch of bad decisions. Right. You're gonna skip out on your product. You're gonna do stupid things because you're, you're saving a month, saving money. I I don't. My bottom line is not the most important thing. Okay. And maybe I'm saying that right now because I'm a small business, but I don't know. My bottom line's not my product trumps my bottom line mm-hmm. so if it's about buying this that and a third uh, or making the extra dollar uh, sweet we'll lose the two dollars on the cheesecake i bet you they'll come back and buy something else exactly they'll come back and buy an original cheesecake and we'll make every dime back mm-hmm. it has to be your mindset has to be like that all the time my wife hears me talk about some of the stuff she's like you crazy it's whatever just put out more cakes. That's what she put out more cakes. Just to keep working. Keep working. She like and, and, and like and she's also supportive. She comes, she's one of my taste testers. And I and I used to say my wife was my biggest hater, but it's more so she saw the potential in me. So she didn't let me be mediocre. Right. She looked at some stuff and like, yeah, that's uh, I'm like, she like, yo, they liked it, but those whatever, they don't know nothing. <laughs> and I'm thinking, but sweetie. She's like, yeah, it's not it's not like that, though. Then you go back and make it. She's like, now, nah, this is good. Then I take it back to them. They think it's the greatest thing yeah, in the world. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's great. That's it. And, I, and I, she was just like, see? I, I'm not. supporting me. Exactly. You don't need somebody to be on the yes man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't want no. And that's the thing. I was For the longest, I felt, when I was giving it to my friends, it gets, sometimes you get to a feeling, because I'm not a cocky dude, that I thought, they're my friends. They got to say it's good. They want me to. You know what I'm saying? They want you to think you're doing well. Yeah, that's yeah. it. They're, they're just being supportive. Right. And I would tell them, I always like, yo, if my stuff is trash, tell me. Let me know I'm trash so yes. I can go fix it. Yes. I can always go back in the kitchen. And they're like, nah, bruh, it's for real like that. Right. So I keep making it. And then you start hearing people saying it's like that. Then, of course, I got people. I had a, four weeks ago, I had a kid spit out my cheesecake. Said it was disgusting. Oh, wow. I said, oh. 
<laughs> and that's where that conversation did. That was it. And then and then still made five hundred dollars that day. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So it's like bump you kid. Exactly. So understand that certain people that and that goes to say certain people are not gonna like what you doing. You know what I'm saying. Right. So your product, my product's not for everybody. I think Cheesecake Factory cheesecake. I don't think it's good. Okay. And they made a billion. They're a billion dollar company. Yeah, they that's make it. a lot of money. Yeah. That's it. So who cares what I say? No. And I say that vice versa. You think my stuff is trash, or if someone thinks that what you're doing is not good, who cares what they think? I sat and said, Cheesecake Factory Cheesecake is not that good. They made a billion dollars last year. Yeah. I want, I'm just hoping my company can gross forty thousand dollars this year. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'd just be happy with that. Yeah. So not everyone's supposed to respect your grind. Exactly. You're supposed to respect your own grind and keep yes. working. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Shout out to Catherine. For being so real with you, because yeah. that's 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 a real support you need. Someone being yeah. straight up, being like, "Yo, this is trash," yeah. and let you know because I love you. That's you know, <laughs> that's how Jacob is. You know, <laughs> with our party show, we made music together too, and like we're recording and stuff. He's just like, "Nah, this isn't it." Like, I'm gonna hurt your feelings. Like, you can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're gonna do it again until you get it right. Uh, stop sucking. The- <laughs> Do it without the suck. Do it That's Jacob's fa- little famous line. And it's, you need people like that in your life. And just the grind part, too. I think a lot of people's dreams die when they realize they have to grind. That's it. And it's, that makes no sense. It, it doesn't make it makes no sense at all. Because I'm like, people are like, why do like, you stop doing whatever you're doing? It's like, uh, I realized I had to spend, you know, wake up a little bit early every morning, you know, yeah. whatever it was. It's like, yeah, what do you think it was? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, I, I remember there's one thing on YouTube that I said that. I was watching said and I don't know if this is true but it makes sense they said Beyonce one time forgot to sleep and forgot to eat or forgot to eat for three days she was working so hard at a a set of dance moves that Shorty forgot I I know I used to be notorious for forgetting to eat my wife used to be I used to be working so much she'd be like yo have you eaten I'm like I don't know have I she like she like fool get a Go in the house and get go make a sandwich. Get some of that bologna. <laughs> that's it. And that's what it was. Go get go get some of that bologna. And you gotta you gotta be willing to forget to eat or forget to sleep. Yeah, you gotta and dive in. That's it. Yeah, like if you're not really, you know what I'm saying? Look, what what, what Will Smith say last? It was the last week he said this on an interview. Something he said the difference between me and other actors is that I'm willing to die on this treadmill, figuratively meaning. I will die for all of this acting stuff. Yeah. I'm better than you because you care about other things. That's not important. I, he, yes, that's it. Yeah. He, I don't care. I will die on this treadmill is what he said. Yeah. I will die on this wheel and I will get it right. Homie's willing to die for acting and you're like, oh man, why is he so much better than everybody else? That's why. <laughs> that's that's mindset, it. Dude. That's it. He mentally said he will die for what he's doing. And... It seems like it's working. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's one of the best in the world. And that's, that's great advice. And, you know, we need more homeless people like that. And like yourself, yes, you'll so really be, you know, straight up like, yo, this is a, you can, your mind has to be 155% into your craft. That's it. And, you know, this interview is, is, is insane. It's that's, crazy. That's, it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy because a lot of people think they can make it without it. I had some people come help me. I have, one of my biggest assets is the ability to lead. Okay. Uh, that comes from Rancor. Right. I never was the one to rush to lead. Mm-hmm. If you put me in a group, in a room, and we look at a task, I probably won't speak up to be a leader. Okay. The only time I'll be a leader if I'm absolutely needed. Right. Yeah, so I'm not one who's lead. I'm not I'm not hungry to be in, in charge or in front. I want to, look, if I ever make a million dollars, I want to be the solid millionaire. 
I'm going to still walk around in these short shorts and these high socks that I like, okay? And I'm going to look extra regular. All right, I will come in and I will wipe a a table and wash the floor. And they'll be like, yo, that's the owner over there. I'm like, it's whatever. So I had people come asking me. I had a buddy of mine. He asked me about washing cars. He needed help with washing cars. My first question is, how much does water cost? Okay. He like, I don't know. That's your number one. That's your number one thing. thing. Why don't you know how much water costs? I don't know. I'm like, okay. Next thing you know, seven for one unit of water, seven seven hundred twenty-four gallons of water. It costs you thirteen dollars and sixteen cents. That needs to be factored in your price. Wow. That's the city price. They're like, why do you you just know random stuff? I was like, no, you don't get how far. If you really want to be successful in true success. You got to know how much is in one unit of water in the city and how much does that unit of water cost? Yeah. And how much does how much tank does your water how much of the water goes in your tank? You told me you got a 500 gallon tank that you use to wash in cars. Okay, that's $14.46 every time you fill up that thing. Every time you fill it up. So, he like, "What the crap?" He's like, "Whoa, I need to up my prices." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just like, "Yeah, so that's what you got. How many cars can you do?" I don't know. What what have you done? Yeah, you got you, you just washing cars, and that's and that's my homeboy, and I and you know what I'm saying. I ended up, I ended up getting him hooked up with some of my boys. Hey, go talk to this guy. Yeah. You, you can make a lot more money than you think you can. Yes. Go. I get one of my homeboys who also owns a company. Shout out Fire or Bucket Brigade Car Mobile Car De- more Mobile Car Detailing in Raleigh. My boy Khalil. Um, I served in Marine Corps with him. When I left, he became a sergeant. So shout out to the sergeants club. Um, but um, so you get people in contact with stuff like that, and if you're not breaking down prices, if you're not breaking stuff down like that to know what's really yeah, what going to your product. Yeah, what, what are you really doing? Yeah, it's it's deeper than just making something and selling it. That's wow. Making cheesecakes is easy. Yeah. I can do that in my sleep. Right. It's how do I get you to buy the cheesecake? Yes. And how much? How do I set up? How did you set up your price points? People go. Well, we can use the 300 rule. I pay the product, I pay myself, and then I charge you. And I'm like, uh, what if that doesn't work? Yeah. What about, do you know how much did you, do you know how much your product costs? I was like, I know how much everybody who sells cheesecake in a 15 mile radius, I know all of their all prices. The prices. Every one of them. Yeah. They're like, how much is Alex, Alex cheesecake? Oh, I'm like, that's 450. How much is Almoroso's 435? They're like, what's your price? And then they're like, well, I know. Then they're like, how much is blah, 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 blah. And I can tell you all of their prices. I went into the stores and I talked to everybody. Oh, wow. I bought their cheesecake. I eat their cheesecake. I see what size their cheesecake. I bring their cheesecake in to figure out how my cheesecake going to compete. I know that everybody, industry standards, a nine-inch cheesecake cut 12 ways. What's mine? A 10-inch cheesecake cut 14 ways. You get a bigger slice and you look at the cake, it looks bigger. You say, oh, man, I'm getting more for my money, which you are. Yes. But not enough for you to really, really, really know the difference, I guess. Right. But right. enough for you to know the difference, but not to really realize it. So then it's just like, at first I just wanted to lowball everybody mm-hmm. or lowball enough people. And then now I've got my name out there. I set my prices to whatever I want my prices. Whatever you want. Yes. But I humbled myself and made sure I knew what their prices were, lowballed them for a little bit. And then figure it, it goes that deep into all your don't people just setting prices because it sounds good. Yeah, that's stupid. Yes, I, fifteen dollars sounds good. I'm, it's gonna be fifteen dollars. 
Well, did you know that they're, well, and then people say, well, I can't compete with them. They're just such a big company. Well, you better figure it out. Yes. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. Get that's yeah, it. That's exactly. what I'm saying. They all started to wear exactly where you are. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you got to figure out how to buy your stuff cheaper. And the thing is, I'm not even, I'm not even at the max proficiency. I don't even have a big deal with a big distribution company to get stuff. Right. Once I get that, then we're at a whole new ball game. So it's, it's okay for me to like nickel and dime and make my money where I can right now. Yeah. Eventually, I won't, because I'm buying certain things at retail. Mm -hmm. Eventually, I'm not going to do that exactly. anymore. Exactly, you won't have to. And then that's when I'm going to worry about making my money. Right now, make enough to pay the bills and to grow. That's, that's all I'm, I haven't made a dime of money from Uncle Cheesecake this year. Wow. My wife bought a, my wife bought a, a mom's on call book. Yes, or a couple of weeks ago, I looked at her and said, "You spent forty dollars. You've made more off of Uncle Cheesecake than I have." <laughs> my employees start talking about stuff, and I'm paying my employees every two weeks or whatever. I'm I'm giving them their giving them a little bread. It's like you made more money off my company. Thank you for your service. <laughs> they look at me like, "No, -uh, we saw how much money going to the rest of the I said, "You see that refrigerator? <laughs> you see that refrigerator right there? All right, bet. You see that cool? <laughs> you see that?" These boxes didn't just appear in this place. No. Did Absolutely not. Yes, there's all that comes. <laughs> that, that, it's crazy. That's it. I was like, and by the way, I didn't have this money. I was just like, I told you I saved all that money. That was just enough to get everything rolling. Yeah. I was like, that wasn't enough to pay this. I'm still I'm still in debt. You right. see you see the money coming in, but just know it's going out faster right now. Yes. Than it's coming in. It don't even get to sit in my bank account very long. Nope. You see it for a second, smile, gone. <laughs> that's gone. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. People don't get that, that you have to do that for seven years. Yeah. Okay. Not longer. That, exactly. So it's been that way in my life mm -hmm. currently for seven years. That's been, that's been what? And that's with me. And I'll be honest, I guess I spent a couple dollars here and there when I was doing it out of my house because I got to a point where I was I paid off all the simple equipment in my house and I was making money I got to the point where I was making money so I got I got complacent yeah once again shout out to my wife what are you gonna do with this company Daniel yeah you think it's cool that you're making 60 cheesecakes out of the house you're just gonna do that for the rest of your life mm -hmm. you gonna just stay up to three o'clock in the morning and make six and just keep making cheesecakes are you gonna do something because you need to figure it out. Yeah. Talk to me just like that. Walk off. Yeah. Feelings hurt. Okay. Pick, crime, that's man. It. Pick up my heart off before that. Dang, girl. Dust it off. You, you ain't have tissue. to do me like that. Tissue, <laughs> that's it. You're going to start crying a little bit. That's it. I said, what you, what what you, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Remember $800. I bought the post. $800. You still love me, though. <laughs> that's it. She's just like, all right, I just hope you would do something. Walk out the room. Oh, man. So you say, dang. I guess I need to do something. Next thing you know, hey. farmer's market is. Yo. Get up the racks. Baloney, here I come. <laughs> That's my first thing. When I want to start saving money, if you see me walking around with the bologna sandwich. With a bologna sandwich, wait for it. Then you're about to make a move. <laughs> you it's like I see him. I see him over there. <laughs> That's it. That's it. What do you, what do you make it? Because and I'll have my friends come over to my house. They're like, this food. My mind you, I'm still cooking. They're like, yo, I seen this dude make a chivato sandwich. It's a steak, ham, 
Swiss cheese, mm. toasted. It's nice, nice staple food of Uruguay. Okay. It's like I seen you just make this. The sandwich is amazing. You're eating bologna sandwich. <laughs> you realize you can make whatever you want in the world, and you're eating bologna. It's like I gotta grind, bro. Yes. I love eating, but I can't do it. You got stuff you're trying to do. That's it. So that's it. That's my money saving. The first thing I go to is food. If you see my eating habits deteriorate. Oh, Daniel, about to make. He's trying. He's on a come up right now. Doing it. He's on. A, he's on a come up. So, yo, and I've been. I've been seeing that for years, and that's. That's it's, it's cool to hear the back side of that because I'm sitting here in awe. I'm just like, wow, he's really putting his foot in this. Like that it. is absolutely amazing. That's it, and it, I don't know how to do it any other way. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to. People say. People think it happens quick. My wife think it happens quick sometimes. But then she thinks like, man, he's really been he's been pimping cheesecakes for seven years. It seems like yesterday. That's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I just I just had a picture come up. I get one year anniversary on Facebook, a Facebook memory of me topping an Oreo cheesecake. And me wow. thought I was doing something with <laughs> one one personal cheesecake. Oreo. Man, those days were easy. Yeah. Those those when I thought I was busy with sixty cakes, I take that any day. It definitely gets harder. Now I spend four or five hours just to make the batter of the cheesecakes for and that only gets me enough batter to make it to Wednesday God just to Wednesday I still got the whole back of the week that was just for the restaurants for the week I spent four hours making batter just for restaurants I'm like wondering how you're here <laughs> like that's what I'm like wow yeah you actually need to wrap this up because I gotta go back to the bakery that's it you ask my wife what I'm doing all the time I'm why are you always working like after I leave here today, I will call my brother up, say we've got work to do. Probably won't leave the kitchen before uh, twelve, maybe. Nah. Dang. I'm I'm gonna kiss the sun goodbye. Probably get me a four for four. Yeah. You gonna spend four, four bucks? A uh, four for four Wendy's. You gonna spend four dollars a day? I don't know. Look, I ain't got. Well, I got one more slice of bologna left. I still keep the bologna in the house. My I had, man. I had one last. That night I told you three o'clock in the morning. That other night, yeah, I made bologna with eggs. That was dinner, a bologna egg sandwich with some barbecue chips. Went to bed. Oh my goodness, that was it. Mind, mind you, at work I make what I make. I can make. I can make whatever I you want. You can literally. To yeah, you, earlier you're saying you're making these whatever yes. meals. You can literally do anything. But that's you're, it. You're trying to save money. That's it. Got to grind. That's it. I the last couple of weeks was a couple was was a little loose with cheesecakes. Money got spent kind of crazy. Oh, got to tighten it up. First thing I do, get to that diet. We'll tighten it up for a little bit. God, that's amazing. So yeah. tell us, uh, that that was, I hope all you guys are taking this in. I asked advice at the end of every interview, but you're really giving us advice <laughs> through that whole spill. So I pretty much don't have to do that. But I want to know, um, right quick before we talk about Chopped, the, I want to know what the future of Uncle Cheesecake is. You're trying to get your own brick and mortar. You're trying to go national. Like, what, yes. what is the move? Uh, so the move right now uh, is to get my own brick and mortar location here in High Point, in the city that I live. High Point, they supported me so much. Absolutely. I definitely want to. I want my first location. So I've, I've been tiptoeing around other locations locally, but I really want to give High Point the first location because like, I went and I was baking out of another city yeah. and I'm passing out cheesecakes all around. But High Point, I owe a little bit to High Point for just the... The people, the high pointers, as yeah. they like to call ourselves, out here supporting. So yeah. I'll make sure I get me a location. I don't have a brick and mortar. There will be one by the end of this year or early next year. Awesome. Um, 
when that location opens up, you y'all gotta come holla at me. Absolutely, it's gonna be banging cheesecakes, top to bottom. Yes. There'll be some new products that aren't out right now. Only thing that you can get at the farmers market right now is a cheesecake slice, and uh, I call it my Uncle Cheese Stick. Okay, frozen cheesecake, frozen cheesecake on a stick, on a stick? dipped in your choice of chocolate, oh and choose from like twenty some toppings. What? So that's what's booming right now: strawberry shortcake, white chocolate, strawberry shortcake, strawberry sauce. Off the shelves right now, banging it's oh nuts. Oh my gosh! Okay. Um, and we flavors go, toppings pretty much any candy bar you can think of, any chocolate, strawberry sauce, strawberry shortcake crumbs, cook, cookie dough bites, cupcake bites, sprinkles, coconut flakes. That's pretty much what we're doing with it. But the biggest thing that everyone has always asked me for, but I can't give them, is fried cheesecake. Oh yeah. When the store opens up. Y'all look out! I'm going to I'm gonna kill the game with those. Yes. Then I got another thing that no one knows about. So y'all getting a for the interview exclusive. There's gonna be eventually something coming out called the uh, the Uncle Fries. They're gonna be instead of cheesecake bites that I do, they're gonna be longer cheesecake, longer cheesecake strands, and they're gonna come with a dipping sauce. You'll dip them in. You can get your little blueberry on the side, a little strawberry. Ooh. And my mind you, most of this stuff is made out of fresh fruit. So yeah. I'm not going to just go get some kind of crazy blueberry stuff and squirt it in a thing and say, here you go. It's blueberries. No. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's how I feel about it. It's going to be, I'm going to get some blueberries and I'm going to go in the lab and I'm going to create something with it. And then you're just going to have all these different things. So you'll have sort of like cheesecake bites, but there'll be cheesecake fries. Oh so, my God. So there's stuff like that that's on a, there's there's different puddings that I make that people are like, yo, when you gonna drop these puddings? This strawberry cheesecake pudding is fire. When you gonna drop this? There's the banana, there's the banana, uh banana pudding that I make. My homeboy said, he he bit it, it was crazy. He bit it, he said, Oh my god, bro, what is this? He's like, This is what we need. He was like, I don't care, bro. Whenever this drops, let me know. Yes. There's stuff like that that's gonna drop that people don't know about it. I'll have some cake stuff here and I have some stuff here and there. So brick and mortar is the first thing what my what my wife wants, which honestly I think it'll happen eventually, is a full blown restaurant. Oh uh, wow. It's when I at one point I was developing a menu for a food truck. I was actually developing a a food truck is, is gonna be owned by me and partner with somebody else. It might still come out so nobody take my idea, I'll beat you up. It's gonna be called <laughs> it's gonna be called Aju. Aju is French and for it means in its own juice. Okay. So when you get a French dip sandwich or the French sandwiches of the French dip sandwiches with the little dipping sauce, yeah. That side of sauce is actually called au jus, Ooh. which is supposed to be from uh, the juices from the beef that you were making or a beef costume, if you will. Ooh. So at one point I was developing a food truck for a whole bunch of different sandwiches, not just French dip sandwiches. The one that was popping the most when I was developing the menu, some people from the city of Greensboro firefighters probably know it. I think it was the pork honey sriracha sandwich with a mean pork honey sriracha like sauce brothy type joint. It was so far. Oh my god. Oh my god. It was so I was developing that. There was like there was like I had stuff with beef. Obviously, I had the French onion, or I think it was French dip, but it was going to convert it to a French onion. Um, 
I just the different the ciabatta was gonna make its way there. I was gonna find out some like I don't know with like a chimichurri South American sauce or something like that. Do it up, um, maybe some type of hollandaise because ciabattas have eggs on them. Yeah, nice hollandaise made from egg yolks, stuff like that. So that might come up if it comes up again. You heard it here first. Yes, it was an exclusive free pizza. <laughs> That's free pizza. Um, so you kind of stuff like that. So. My wife, in a perfect world, my wife's grandfather owned a restaurant. She loved him owning a restaurant, going somewhere to be able to get whatever food. And it's crazy now because when my wife, when my, when my, when me and my wife go out, she gets so frustrated because I haven't done more in the culinary world. She goes out, she'll eat a meal. She go, why don't you have a restaurant? This was hot garbage. She was like, well, "You could make that any day of the week." We had a, we, we did our wedding tasting. I ain't gonna put the restaurant on yeah, blast. Don't, don't put them on blast. That's my, that might hurt us. Exactly. I ain't gonna put them on blast. <laughs> but we do a tasting at a place, and when I eat the food, I look at her because to pay for for them, it was going for what they were charging us. It was super, super overpriced. Way overpriced. And the food, when we had, went to the tasting, I started laughing because it was the most mediocre food I've had in my life. Gosh. My wife literally started crying. She was like, I cannot make myself pay for this. Mind you, I, I need to do better as a husband. I love laughing when my wife's crying sometimes because she just gets so frustrated. Yeah. And to me, it's something simple. When my wife's like honestly mad and really mad at stuff, I don't laugh at her. All right. I, I enjoy oh. <laughs> my home life, <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't yes. want to ruin that. Yes. But you see, I'm seeing her like about to cry because the food's so mediocre, and she thinks she has. And then afterwards, she finally calms down. She goes, "Daniel, if they can have a restaurant, because they've won some awards and stuff." Of course, they have. And, and I'm thinking, she's like, "I don't think you've ever made anything that bad, even when you were trash at cooking." Because yeah. we we still refer to me at a point. That was what in our eyes now was complete trash at cooking. She's like, even when you are trash at this whole cooking thing, you made food better than that. She's like, if they can have a restaurant, Daniel, there's no reason for you not to own a restaurant. She'll taste trash cakes. She goes, because I I refuse to make cakes. I don't want to make cakes. I just want to make cheesecakes. I can't. Does Daniel know how to make a cake? Absolutely. I just don't want to build a cake recipe. Yeah. Because when I make stuff, I really... I honestly feel like I have the best cheesecake on the planet. From the bottom of my heart, I feel that way. I cannot do that with cake. At least not right now. Right. So I will not just push out a cake to say I have cake. I would buy it from who I think has a good cake. And then I'll have them sell it in my store. And I'll make my money. I'll throw them their money. And then we'll be good. But she... Daniel, you can make cake. I just tasted this cake. And they have a... They have a location we don't, and they're selling this trash. Yes, for lots of money. <laughs> for, lot, for lots yeah, of that's money. That's the thing, dude. It's a for a lot of money. <laughs> and she's looking because that's that's it's one of the funniest things that when you hear my wife come up, we're paying for this, Daniel. I we could have just stayed at the house and let you cook for me. Yep. I know it would have been way better. Yep. We would have paid a fraction of the price. So, with where I'm going with my cheesecakes, we gonna say brick and mortar right now. Eventually, we're gonna branch out, and I do want to franchise out. My biggest, my biggest thing with that is going to be how to have multiple branches and not have the commercialized taste. Yeah, I definitely understand that. That's gonna be the thing. That problem is you start getting to 
publicly traded companies. They worried about making stockholders, mm-hmm. or sh- excuse me, not stockholders, shareholders happy. So they start cutting out on da, 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 da. quality goes down. That's it. So then, then you have a super processed piece of food, and you're like, there used to be a time where this wasn't that bad. You become that restaurant. Mm-hmm. You become that whatever restaurant. And in my world, I'm trying my absolute best. Now I want, and this is up to everyone who tastes anything that I put out on a plate. It is 100% your job to tell me if I'm becoming trash. Okay. If I'm becoming what I don't want to be, it is 100% your job to tell me. Yeah. It's not my job to tell me because I'm, I'm, I'm in my bag and in my head thinking my thing. So you as the consumer, if you don't tell me I'm being mediocre or I'm being trash, then you get what you deserve. Exactly. You deserve every bit of mediocre food I put out because you didn't tell me it was. Yeah. And... And that doesn't mean the one or two people who tell me it's mediocre, I don't care. You can be the kid who spit out my cheesecake. Exactly. That's fine. He did. I didn't change anything for him because I still sold a whole bunch of cheesecakes that day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You need to get every... If everyone's telling me like, yo, Daniel, that's not... You know what I'm saying? That's not good. That's not... Da, 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 da. It's your job to hold me accountable to what I'm telling you now. Exactly. That's perfect. I love that because I hope some creators are listening, which I... I would guess that they are, but that's the kind of feedback you need. Yes, like you should definitely not be offended by someone like, oh, that wasn't as good as I thought yeah. I was gonna get. You know, that's very important. Yes, and I'm glad you're saying that because I'm the same way with pictures. I'm like, dude, are these photos good? Like, yes. just let me know. We can for, redo them. <laughs> that's it. And it's yeah. lit- is for someone who's really trying to become better, like who are actively. They really want to become better at whatever their craft is. Yes. They don't care. The guy who gets frustrated and upset when you told him his stuff was trash, he was there. He was just there for the for the money it, or to sound cool on Facebook. Yep. It's it, temporary. He was there for the likes. Yep. He wasn't really there for it because you tell me something was bad, and of course, you have to make sense in what you're yeah, saying to me. Justify. Tell me why. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. And it and it and it, it must justify it. And I'm, I have to have it. Someone has to have had to told me that maybe more than once. Mm-hmm. And just because you say it doesn't mean it's right. Right. I had a lady come and tell me the number three selling cheesecake, which it being caramel pecan pie, it fell down to number three. Not because it wasn't good or it fell down, but because since I've become bigger, everyone always wants to have original. So original is the number one cheesecake. Of course right it now. is, yeah. So, and then Keylon had a resurgence this year. Will it last? I don't know. Hopefully, but caramel pecan pie, three years later, it's the number three cheesecake, all because of because of Key Lime's having a good year right now. Right. Right now, Key Lime is a rookie. I'm not expecting Key Lime to hold on, because in the last couple months, or in the last in the last three weeks, Key Lime has kind of declined some, mm-hmm. and not like a sharp decline, but. It's not as popping as it was two months ago where every day someone was coming up to my farmer's market stand asking me, do I got key lime? Yeah. At close on Saturday, two people came and asked me when we we're going to have key lime <laughs> so they can plan out when they were coming. But it wasn't like that. But someone came up and said, my caramel pecan pie was too salty. Oh, wow. Do you get offended? Nope, because the lady right back after said, oh, my gosh, that's good. I'll buy three slices. <laughs> And I say, okay, cool. Yes. And I don't get mad at the lady. I'll go, okay, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. 
And then I let her go. Let her feel however she wants to feel. Can't please everybody. As I had a, I have a lady's coming. It's funny. My wife sits there and she laughs. And someone was telling me about my cheesecake. That, oh, they're trying to describe cheesecake. They want to sound knowledgeable to me and da 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 and tell me how I can do this, that, and the cheesecake. And she makes a really good cheesecake. And her friends make a cheesecake. She came back and bought three slices of cheesecake. If you can, if you can make it better. Don't spend $15 with me because yeah. that's half of your supplies right there right. to make your own cheesecake. So understand when you say, whenever you give critiques and stuff, if someone doesn't latch on to what you're saying, it's a two-way street. It's checks and balances. Of course, tell me when I'm trash. And also, if I don't catch on to what you say, that doesn't mean I was negating you. Right. It's, I might need, I might need to hear that a couple of times. Because at least if you tell a, a creative, as my boy D. White likes to call it, we, we, we at least keep it in the back of our heads. Yeah. When, when the lady told me my cheesecake was too salty, in my back of my head, I go, oh my gosh, did I make a mistake? Mm -hmm. My validation that I didn't make a mistake was the lady that came behind her and bought the three slices. Thank you. She was the validation. Yes. So when you said it, I thought it. And it scared me a little bit. I even went back and tasted my caramel pecan pie cheesecake. I went, got myself one of my samples. I go, well, I think it tastes good. I'm a, I'm a little bit in my feelings when she says that. I'm thinking about it. Then the lady who bought the three cheesecake and says, oh, I'm out. I'm, I was just tripping. <laughs> so, of course, the people who are telling you trash, you need them in your life. Um, but make sure you understand your craft and you understand what you're doing with, with what you're doing and stuff like that and everything. That's perfect. It's well said. Um, mm -hmm. Cool. I'm ready for this part of the interview because I'm stuck for you, but the chopped. Oh, so yeah. So tell us, put the, the chopped plug. So your event is in High Point Tuesday. Tuesday, yes. So tell us about Tuesday, July 17th. Right. That's, 8 o'clock. And that'll be tomorrow because it's going on Monday. Yes. Um, so tell us about the whole chopped experience. I mean, you can't tell you can't tell us anything, but like, yeah. tell us what you can. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So first off, for people who love cooking, the chopped kitchen is amazing. Everything you could ever want in a kitchen, I could sleep in that place. Nice. It was it was just the night. All the food, all the different spices, the ingredients, blast chillers. One of the first things somebody asked me, shout out to Chelsea Ray, was, did you get to use the blast chiller? <laughs> did you get to use this? Did you get to use the ice cream maker? What'd you use? So the people who really create, who are really creative in the kitchen, all this food is we see this food every day yeah. it's the equipment we can't afford that, right. that we want to right i want to i don't know a four thousand dollar blast chiller just to have in my house Heck that would be yeah. that'd be dope it'd be nice to have an ice cream maker so i can cook up my own ice cream yeah unfortunately i'm not rolling in dough right now yeah give me give me a little bit of time hopefully i can get me some money buy me some equipment but so the, the place was nice everyone would love to know that the show is 100 percent real I thought there was elements of it that was fake. All real. Yeah. Uh, yes. So the rules are real. One of the contestants cut themselves. I'm okay. thinking, oh, they're going to stop the clock. But her. Nah, boss. Oh, wow. Cut herself again. You hear me? Oh, twice. I'm twice. like, no way. They got to stop the clock now. Clock still kept rolling. Oh, my gosh. They got, I mean, they got a sugar film. They, yeah. they can't. Judges screaming, we not going to eat raw food. I'm like, yo, this is nuts. As the viewer, I've always thought that that drama is fabricated. Yeah. 
When you force someone to cook with four random ingredients in a short amount of time, that drama just happens. Yeah. Because it's, it's crazy because you see some of the stuff that these chefs cook. Every chef that's competed on Chopped, I don't care if they got kicked out the first round, they deserve your respect because they were forced to do something completely insane. So you have to make, with, with these random ingredients, you got to just make this stuff. And the first thing that comes to your head is what you have to go with. There's no, there's no like, ah, let me think about it. People think, I saw the mystery ingredients, honestly, maybe a minute or two before the viewer does, maybe. And even in that minute or two, I got my air quotes up. I was following directions on camera. So it wasn't, okay, here goes the ingredients. Here's your time to think what you're doing. It's, oh man, look at me put these ingredients down. Okay, Daniel, we need you to move a little bit to the left. Or actually, I'm Chef Monk and Jay on the show. So, hey, Monk and Jay, we need you to do this. Monk and Jay, we need you to do that. So I was moving, and I was following instructions, so I don't have any time to think. Yeah. With them trying to tell you how to move and what you... And try to cook. Yeah, you with, with which you, you can't. So when I start cooking, I'm really not knowing what I'm doing. First thing I do on the show, if you see it, is try something I've never cooked with. Never cooked... There's an ingredient. I can't tell you the mystery basket ingredient. But um, in my head, I'm thinking, I go to work. You can ask the people I work with. Um, I'm thinking, they got to let me at least know the ingredients and give me some time to think about it or prompt me into what to cook. So I'm thinking, yeah, someone's going to eventually prompt me on how to cook. Well, even before that, crazy thing. We had to do a few scenes with us putting our hands on the basket and then opening the basket. Right. So I'm thinking... Okay, what happens if someone mistakenly opens up the basket yeah. and sees the ingredients? So I'm just like, man, I hate if somebody does it. We all do. We all put our hands on the basket, and one of the people actually opened up the basket by mistake. There's a black cloth over the basket. That's when I knew it was real. I was like, they're not even giving themselves rooms to make mistakes. There's a black sheet over the basket. So we don't even get to see what's in there when she opened it up when she wasn't supposed to. That's why I was like, oh, Oh, this is real. Oh my God! They're not playing. This this is really a competition. So um, that happens, and then I get an ingredient that I don't know, and I'm thinking, okay, someone's gonna come ask me if I've ever cooked with this. Someone's gonna give me some prompts. Not at all. They never came. Oh my God! I was just like, oh man, what I'm gonna do with this? First thing you do is see me eat it. I just take a bite out of it. I'm like, I gotta figure this. I'm chewing it. I'm like. I'm in my head, I'm thinking flavor profiles, this, that, and the third. I'm like, ah, give me some olive oil, salt, pepper in the pan. Let's get this thing. <laughs> Throw it in the pot, and I start searing it. I don't know if that's how you cook the stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm doing it just because there was nothing else. I don't have the time. You don't have the time to figure it out. Right. They tell me, and I'm like, oh, man, that's crazy. Oh, you can do that with that? Oh, crazy. It tastes good in olive oil, salt, and pepper. I can, I can tell you that. Yeah. I can tell you that much. No, it tastes great. Yeah, put you on some high heat, some some salt, pepper, olive oil. That is amazing. Bump it. So you do that. So the time, all the time is real. The time constraints is real. Holy People are really getting chopped. The kitchen is super dope. The studio's not crazy big, but um, man, it's just it was great. It was great, great. to to put. Especially to put myself in that realm of cooking. Yeah, that's a whole different, different world. And it was good because I've been so consumed with Uncle Cheesecake. Shout out to Uncle Cheesecake. 
Um, I mean, so, that's, they, that's why we're here. <laughs> that's it. That's why we even made it this far. Yes. Um, but um, it was like um, I, I got, got me thinking, Uncle Cheesecake. I don't lost where I was at. But it's I've been so consumed with Uncle Cheesecake that I haven't been able to do some real traditional chef work. Right. So it was good to be able to just to really cook. I'm the all-time cook at my station. Um, shout out station two, uh, Greensboro. But in, um, I don't really get to. I'm cooking there on a budget, so I can't go out here and buy Chilean sea bass. I I just can't. They're not paying for that. They're not paying twenty six dollars a pound for hey, some fish. No. Okay, absolutely not. Hell so I I can't do that. So it was good to just get back into that. Okay, I'm making stuff savory now. I'm yeah. making. Salt, pepper are my main ingredients, not sugar and cream cheese. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a little different. It's a little different. So it was good to get back to that. And because that's what I, and not to say, because making cheesecakes is technically what pastry chefs do. Most chefs come up to me and say, are you a pastry chef? Can you do da 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 da? If you've ever seen how a croissant from scratch was made, that's why I would never be a pastry chef. Oh my God. Every flaky layer in a croissant it's because someone <laughs> rolled dough with a pen, folded it, and put it back to cool. So every layer someone made, think of every layer in a croissant as 15 minutes of cool time, also 10 minutes of work time. For every single layer you see on a croissant, I will never be a pastry chef. For croissants, croissants took me all out of it. Oh. I'll be a, I'll be a savory uh, chef before I'll ever be a, uh, every, uh, be a pastry chef. Oh my God. So that's where I'm really good at. In the realm of pastry, I'm I'm mediocre. I can I can bake some things. Yeah. Just because I'm I spend a lot of time in front of an oven. But um on the stove is where I really like to put my work in. Right. Um so it's just good it's good to get back to that and That's awesome. Really just cook and um again Chop was an amazing experience. I'm super happy yeah. that I got the opportunity and was blessed to do that. Shout out to Matthew Patterson, Braxton the Brave. Um, yeah. He was the one who, who got the ball rolling on CHOP. And when I say get the ball rolling, Facebook, thing pop up on Facebook. Um, everyone knows I can cook at my station. Obviously, I'm a full-time cook. But it was I think it was kind of like a joke, but not a joke. Like, oh, you so good, go go for chopped. But for real, go go like look you at like, the stuff. Actually look at it. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you think you're so so tough, Daniel, but but do it for real. So it was like one of those. I'm like, oh, screw it, I'll go. Do an app, fill out the application. I'm thinking like, I hope this is not some kind of crazy identity theft, because um, I'm about to give them all my whereabouts. Oh, I'm about to God. take my soul. Obviously, I didn't put like my social security number out there or anything, but I do that. Next thing you know, I get a call. Let's set up an interview. All right. Holy crap. Set up an interview. Hey Daniel, we want you to cook something. All right, bet cook some. Hey Daniel, we got another interview for you to want that we want you to go on. All right, a couple interviews, cook some stuff, and they're like, all right, man. And it's crazy because they didn't tell me I was on the show right away. It was dope. I don't remember the guy, but the guy who did my Skype interview, he sends me a text. And it's like, this is like not professional at all, but it's like it's like what a real human does. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know when you're not being professional, but you're being like real with the person? Yeah. He sent me a text. He's like, Daniel, I just got all your stuff back, all your stuff editing it. And it looks amazing. And this is this dude's personal number. He's like, yo, Daniel, this is for real. Like, super dope. 
He's like, this is one of the best I've ever done. Oh, wow. One of the best I've seen. And I'm thinking like, all right, mind you, I still at this point, have not anything, anytime a camera was in front of me for Food Network, I have not seen. Yeah. At all. So I don't know what's going to be aired on the TV show. I don't know anything that's happened in my bio pack. I don't know anything of any time anyone was recording me or filming me. I haven't seen anything. Right. He was like, this is super dope. And I'm like, am I on the show? He's like, I can't tell you for sure. I'm like, all right, whatever. So they call me the next for another interview. I'm thinking like, man, am I on the show? They're like, I can't tell you for sure. So I'm over thinking like, yo, these people keep calling me and doing all that. Am I on the show or not? Then eventually, one of the directors, when they were flying out from New York to come here to film, uh, excuse me, he was just like, I can't say if you're on the show for sure. He's like, but I can tell you, I got a plane ticket from New York to Greensboro, North Carolina. Oh. I'm coming. I'm coming to come film you cook some stuff, Daniel. That's a pretty good indication if I'm on the show or not. They don't just fly me around the country for fun. Yeah, he's like funny. so. Exactly. He's like, I can't tell you for sure, but I'm pretty sure you're on the show. Awesome. It's one of those things. I'm like, I bet I'm here. So then I gotta, I, I cook some stuff and they film me, and that goes really well. Um, TV cameras are ridiculous. Yes. It makes stuff look TV ready right away. Yes, I mean it makes stuff look amazing. Like right then, like as I'm plating food, they were because I went to the uh, station and filmed. Everyone's like, "Yo, that looks amazing!" And then I I'll, I'll get to look back at some of the stuff and I'm like, "Bro, I did that. <laughs> That's how it <laughs> That's looks." Me? That's it. I was just like, "Let's go." They're like, "Yo, Daniel, you don't get how amazing this looks." And I've always. If there was a weak part of my cooking, I say it's my weak part. My plating is it's mediocre. And understand, when I say mediocre, that's like mediocre in like, it's I guess it's like mediocre in like the professional world. So, or like basic, I guess. For your typical average Joe, my plates look amazing, man. I'm just yeah. like banging. Exactly. I'd be looking at my plate like, ah, that's trash. Shout out to Captain Alvin, my captain on the fire truck. That man can make a mean plate. His yeah. plate just looks so nice. He puts his plates together super well. It's just something naturally that he does. I don't know if it's me overthinking things, but I'll be putting my plate. I'm like, ah, whatever. Yeah. It's one of those things like my plating is mediocre. It's, it's just I got to accept I can't be good at everything. And right. I'm okay with not being good at everything. So I'm going to have a 10 out of 10 cheesecake or in my plate, my food's always going to taste really well, but my plating is going to be trash. Right. Which you, uh, I'm not going to give away. You may or may not see that happen on chop. Okay. It, it, you, you may see something that you're like, yeah, that looks like, but then they taste it like, yo, this is really good. And I'm thinking like, thank God I know how to season some food. Yes. <laughs> so, um, that's, that's good. That's, a, that's such a cool experience. Uh, yeah, man. The, I would love to go, I would go back um, I didn't even really mind that there were cameras and stuff around. Yeah. It was it was so grind time. For most people who know me, I'm a much more cheerful laugh guy, kind of joke around. On the show, you'll see a very serious me. A very, like, I'm here to work. I would go through, like, rounds and just, like, not even look at what anybody else was doing. Like, there's times I would look up and look up at someone's plates for the first time, have no clue what their plates look like, which it would have been good for me to do that a couple of times, but I'm yeah. so zoned and so focused. 
that the whole world could have stopped, I would have had no clue. It's so mission accomplishment. And that's where you tap into Sergeant Gray. Yeah. Uh, Sergeant Gray says, hey, this needs to be done. Sergeant Gray tells Daniel Gray, hey, this is what needs to be done. Or Chef Monk and Jay, if you will. Yeah. This is what needs to be done. And then Sergeant gets his way. Sergeant always gets his way. <laughs> and it gets done. So stuff like that is dope. Yeah. Super that's dope. That's awesome. And, it, and it's Monday or Tuesday at what time? So Tuesday, July 17th at 8 o'clock. High Point Theater. High Point Theater. Free food. Um, music will be out there. There'll be some giveaways. Afterwards, we're going to pack out the High Point Theater to watch the episode. It's going to be a super great episode. Super cool. We'll see some nice things. You'll see some crazy things. You'll see some ingredients that I've never seen on Chop and stuff that will super surprise you. It's just... I And I don't know if I'm being partial because I'm on it, but... I've seen a lot of episodes of Chop. This episode is full of drama. It's full of some super mas- just masterful stuff. Yeah. It's super dope. I think it's going to be a great episode. It's obviously going to be my favorite episode of Chop. Hopefully you guys feel the same way. But pull up. Yes. Show out. It'll be and if good. you don't live in High Point, it airs at what time? If you don't live in High Point, it airs on the Food Network at 9 o'clock. Eastern. Tune in. 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Food Network, it's gonna be lit. Yo, that's amazing. Where can we find Uncle Cheesecake um, on the internet or? All right, if you no place in Orange too. Yep, if you're gonna go on the interwebs, look me up. Facebook Uncle Cheesecake this is the Instagram page Uncle Cheesecake, and you can go to www.unclecheesecake.com. Best place, is go to the Facebook page. Yes. If you go to the Facebook page, you can like, send messages on the Facebook, and also order on the Facebook page. We can create your personal cheesecake on the Facebook page. I don't like doing stuff over the telephone because you can't see what I'm talking about, and then we we try to remember what each one what each yeah, of us said, exactly. and then words get screwed. Then you get a cheesecake. You like, but I didn't order this. I'm like, yes, you did say this. You said this, and you like, no, I didn't say it. So then we get into a bigger match of who said what. That way, if you go on Facebook, you send your order. It's literally a written record of it. We can always come back to it, and you can see all of the cakes. So you can see what you're getting. And you can imagine, oh, this is what Oreo crust looks like. This is what peanut butter filling looks like. This is how a red velvet brownie cake is topped. And then it's no misunderstanding. It's perfect. Perfect. So hit him on Facebook, guys. No phone. And if it's trash, please tell him. Yes, please let and me I, know. And I want him to. I want y'all to know that he could have brought a cheesecake to me for me to try, but he did not do it. Tripping. I'm sorry. So he lost my support. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> But nah, seriously, please support Daniel. He's a fantastic dude, as you heard from the interview. He, a lot goes into um, his work and his cheesecakes. And look out for, hopefully, your brick and mortar. Your brick and mortar is coming, but for the restaurant, maybe, possibly. That's Don't it. steal his ideas. Um, it might be a food truck. If you see a food, or food truck, truck, yeah. If a food truck, if you hear about Aju food truck or Uncle Cheese food, food truck, go over there. The food's going to be super dope, as always. But if you take my Aju idea... I'm coming for your neck. He's going to fight you, and we're going to back it, too. Yeah. And if you see him with a bologna sandwich, just let him be. <laughs> That's <Thank> it. <laughs> Grinding. I'm in Gromo. But, yes, thank you so much for coming, dude. It's been a, such a pleasure. My eyes are open to the whole industry now. Like, yes. I think about the economy and stuff now, too. I might have to look in the news every now and then. <laughs> and But, yeah, dude, it's been fantastic. So, thank you so much. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Of this course. is super dope. It's my first podcast ever. Uh, this is this whole this whole setup is dope. Everybody here's dope. I love it. 
Keep up the good work, Daniel. Thanks. Thanks. Let me shout out. Let me shout out Daniel White. Let me tell you something oh about this dude. God, I gotta tell you, I don't know if you guys know much about this dude. Dude is super dope. So we went high school together. Now, I never really it was weird because my name is Daniel Gray. He's Daniel White. Oh my God. And I felt like a connection because we were both named Daniel and our last names were colors. Colors and were black. <laughs> they were black, yeah. And that's for real, for real. And it was super cool because he used to hang out with this chick named Rada. Oh, my God. Rada Stankovic. Yes. Rada Stanky. I'm just joking, yes. Rada. I talked to you. Shout out to Rada. Shout out to Rada. Yo, you were supposed to order a cheesecake. You hit me up. You never ordered a cheesecake. I feel a certain type of way. She's counting calories now. Exactly. That's what she's like. After I start doing that, <laughs> I, I'm still waiting, Rada. I want you to get this cheesecake, but whatever. Yeah. So she never, ever talked to anybody. So it was just like Daniel with the chick that never talked. And I never really had a conversation with Daniel. I was just like, yo, what's up, D-White? And he was like, what's up, D-Gray? <laughs> and that's like, for real, for real, that's like all we said for like three years. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> that's that's it. very true. Didn't know much about each other, but um, I, for some reason, I always felt like he was super dope, like a super cool kid. I don't know if it's like he had like a whole bunch of white friends, and I was like the one black soccer player, so I was kind of <laughs> like forced to hang out with white people <laughs> because I needed I wanted to make sure I was really good at soccer yeah. so I felt like a and it's not it's never been like a token black guy thing because I've never been like too hip on that Yeah. but I was just like dude is super cool you know what I'm saying he's taking his photos and I've always like low key for real for real watched you on Facebook Yeah. and I saw all the stuff you were doing I always thought like dude you are not working hard enough bro you see the, I've seen all your photo shoots and I'm like this dude is nuts then you look on his Facebook profile He's a photographer for this magazine. I'm like, what have you done in your life, Daniel? <laughs> Homie got a whole, whole magazine asking for him to take pictures. And then you see some of the work he's done. Next thing you know, he's doing this whole line of chicks and bras <laughs> and photo shoot. I'm like, homie is saucing now. Oh and I'm over here goodness. thinking like, he's working so much harder than me. I need to get up on my grind. So to me, it's like you got, and me, I got a few people that are like this, uh, Josh Harris, Marine, uh, a Marine of mine, a Marine that worked under me. He said this to me one time. He was just like, Daniel, he was like, Sergeant Gray, you don't know how much you affect some people sometimes. Yes. And I'm looking at him thinking the same thing. <laughs> and uh, long story short, Daniel's been, I've been low-key like Facebook stalking him and seeing all the stuff he does on the gram <laughs> and thinking like, dude, I need to work harder. So low-key motivation, go follow Daniel White, Photography, follow all of his stuff. His shirts are super dope. Okay, <laughs> everything about homie is so like, it's one of those things. It's like we're in such different realms, but I appreciate what you're doing for like the culture and just the atmosphere around the triad, bro. So Dude, super thanks. Thank you. Uh, you're the man. I don't care what they say. When me, like I told you, when me and my wife were talking about wedding pictures, you're the first. Like you had dibs on wedding pictures, no matter what. The only reason why it even was opened up to anybody else because you turned it down. They didn't have a chance. I love you. Okay, I love you too, bro. You the man. And I love you. That's why I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to explain it. But now, dude, I appreciate those words, man. It's really nice of you. You're the best. You're the best. And the same is back to you, dude. I'm like I said, you're doing amazing. And don't think you're not. You know, mm -hmm. I know you're critical, but you're doing such a good job. So thank you, thank you. I try you know, my best. We're both taking over the world. That's what we gotta do. One photo and cheesecake at a time. Yo. <laughs> support this. Yes. <laughs> if you never need anything, let me know. But support this dude, man. He's the greatest ever. But yeah, thank you. Thank you guys very much, man. Bye. See you later. Bye.